You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as always on a Thursday, I speak to Viv Govender and David Shapiro. David Shapiro is hosting a presentation, so it's just Viv and I. And Viv, I know you're terribly excited about the cricket. Just give us a quick update on the cricket, please. Oh, yeah, it's uh, turned around really well. Uh, I mean, I think until about, uh, say, a few hours ago, it was over a 90% chance of Australia winning. Now it's closer to about 70. Uh, South Africa has taken a bunch of wickets for almost no runs. <coughs> so basically 73 runs to get uh, for Australia and five wickets for South Africa. I don't think this is going to be a case where you turn out of overs because there's still 25 overs to go, uh, which is like, you know, three runs and over basically. And uh, in modern day cricket, that's nothing. So it's all about the wickets, all about uh, you know getting them out. It certainly is. Okay, let's have a look at the markets now. And we have to go back a couple of days because yesterday and the day before were extraordinary days to the upside. And it was all spurred, of course, by calming in the US inflation market. And that set the bonds on fire, set the S&P on fire. And that came down to the JC Securities Exchange. And we had two days of 2% and 2% plus. Extraordinary performances, Viv. Oh, yeah, most certainly. I mean, uh, the market is today not uh, quite as, as positive. But, uh, you know, in terms of like uh, the last couple of days, yes, very good uh, news out of the U.S. And even today we had some uh, jobs out of the U.S. that indicated a bit of softening in the job market, which is good. Uh, that softening would indicate that we are seeing uh, good signs that the U.S. is likely to be, uh, you know, near the top, if not at the top, of his rate hiking cycles. We also saw retail sales also done looking that great in the US, uh, which is another big positive. Remember, two thirds of that economy is, uh, uh, you know, the consumer and so retail sales are down. Uh, there's also basically oh, under a bit of pressure. Uh, you know, there's also uh, a very good sign. And combined with an inflation number, which is excellent, you know what I mean, 3.2%. Uh, I think we are seeing a good size, not just in the US as well, but we had the UK inflation number also come down substantially. Yeah, I mean, we've obviously got to keep this momentum going. I mean, if there's one tick up in inflation, then of course, the opposite occurs in the markets. But it's going in the right direction. It's just got to keep chugging along, maybe 0.1% here and a flat month there, and then another 0.2%. It's got to keep going. And I think given the demand side of the equation, I think that's entirely possible. Yeah, look, oil prices are really working for us, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I look at the oil price right now, and we have Brent crude at 70, uh, just under $79 a barrel, uh, which is quite a, a nice little drop-off, you know what I mean? Uh, and that's a, quite a substantial, you know, uh, fall that we've seen over the last little while. Uh, at one point in time, you know, we're just, uh, you know, after towards the, what you call it, the Russia invasion, we were above 120. Even with the, the more recent, you know, turbulence in the Middle East, we got close to $90 a barrel for Brent crude, uh, or I think we about $90 a barrel for Brent crude. And now it's 78. Uh, and the Rand also in South Africa, you know, just looking at that from that point of view, uh, you know, closer to 18 than it is to 19. Uh, makes a huge difference in terms of what the petrol price looks like going for the next uh, month, basically. Yes, it does. Well, anyway, long may it continue. And it looks as though the so-called Santa Claus rally has started a little bit early. A few companies where there's been a lot of companies coming out with results and operational updates this week. Today, we've got Life Healthcare coming out with numbers and the share price down 7%. I don't know if you and I and David have spoken about the healthcare sector before. I have a feeling that we have. What is your view on it? And did you have a look at Life Healthcare? 
But with life healthcare, it's a bit surprising considering the fact that they they just announced like quite a substantial, you know, payback to uh, to uh, to shareholders. Uh, they've got uh, a holding in the, you know, AMG that they are selling, and it's going to generate I think like eight point eight and a half billion uh, as a payout. Uh, you know, uh, that's obviously going to uh, it's going to be quite nice. It's apparently going to be paid back uh, to shareholders. Uh, you know, uh, which is obviously a great uh, you know sign. But that being said, the share price today is down, like you said, quite substantially. And if you look at the the market cap on this, you know, you're talking about you know a market cap of about 25, 26 billion. So this this is more than a quarter in terms of a, a share payback. It's going close to a third, basically, in terms of a, uh, uh, you know a. a, a to, to uh, shareholders, which I'm surprised the market didn't look at as a bit more positively. The other two that uh, caught my eye today, Goldfields, which the share price has done, hasn't done very much, but it was it seemed to be a good steady performance, up 0.7%. I know you don't look at the, the gold shares. Investec, though, you uh, might have caught your eye. Investec's numbers came out, the share price down 1.5%. I don't really understand where the bank is. I don't know if you can describe what Investec is these days after the spin-off of Investec Asset Management, which became 91. I'm a little bit confused about it. Yeah, just one more thing on that investing thing. I mean, the financial sector today is down one and a half, sorry, two and a half percent, sorry. So falling one and a half might actually be seen as a slight positive because you aren't quite as much down as the financial sector is as a whole, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, yeah, so the, the, yeah, so the 2.46% end of the day down. Uh, with Investec, we're talking about a, a fall that's smaller than that. So obviously the market uh, is not, you're not, you're not hurting it as much as the overall sector, so maybe it's a bit more positive. Uh, with the gold price, I mean, I don't look at gold uh, shocks that much. Uh, you know, obviously, when the, if the prices were to rise substantially, I'd be a bit more, you know, in, you know, interested in it. But I tend to find with these commodity companies, it's not so much what they do; it's what the price of the commodity is. And gold prices have, you know, are near the top end of their range, you know, more recently. And I don't know if you know you're going to see a bit of a breakout come through that's going to drive it higher. If you're going to see basically uh, inflation under pressure, you know, coming down quite substantially, if you're going to be seeing, you know kind of the Middle East situation going into a, a very bloody, mind you, a, a terrible situation, but no expansion into like, you know, Hezbollah and Iran. And it seems to also that the, uh, the Russia-Ukrainian thing is kind of winding down to a certain extent. Uh, no, no uncertainty in the world or less uncertainty in the world, no inflation to push you up, gold prices are not going to look that great uh, going forward normally. Okay, let's have a look at the movers on the JSE according to my rather uh, antiquated screen. But I've got Anglo-American Platinum at 4.1%. It's been a really good week for the Platinum stocks. And mind you, they're coming off such a low base, they've been really beaten up. Renet, which came out with its results yesterday, up 2.8%. 91 results yesterday, share price uh, doing really nothing. In fact, it was drifting lower yesterday. But now, suddenly 2.4% to the good. They may be gone on a bit of a roadshow after their results and people liked it so they've got stuck into 91 drd gold up two and a third percent and 91 plc we had limited before plc now two percent higher on the downside the aforementioned life healthcare down just under seven percent ph prop down 6.4 percent growth point 6.4 percent weaker and redefined down five and a half percent the property companies the jc listed property companies had a really good a couple of days and now they're coming back down to earth with a really big bump remgro 4.9 percent down any shares out of those ones viv that caught your eye today please yeah i did look at the property sector interesting like if you are seeing you know interest rates coming down as they're likely to technically you should be looking at property stocks doing a bit better uh you know in, in terms of like the biggest you know what the biggest cost is going to be 
uh, to understand the interest payments because most of these things are geared uh, quite heavily because that's how you make money. Property you geared up, you have large loans on your on your book. Uh, and the fact that we are seeing these companies come down as substantially is, is, is a bit surprising considering, uh, like we said, that the inflation environment should be looking towards uh, a more positive uh, you know, outlook for these companies. Yeah, let's have a look at the spot prices now. The RAND, just coming off the boil, it had a really good, again, a really good couple of days. It went from 1875 to 1820. Now it's 1833 against the US dollar. The dollar has risen by half a percent. British pound against the RAND, 2280 euro RAND. 1995. It's a decent move for the euro, 0.9% higher against uh, our local currency. Euro dollar 108.84. Again, the dollar under pressure. The euro is 0.4% higher. British pound 124.42 against the dollar, and that's a pound a third of a percent higher. Gold price, yeah, it's had a nice day. It's homing in on 2000 again. It's 1981, up $21 an ounce. A platinum price up 28 to 906. And Palladium joining the party as well, up $20 an ounce to 10.47. You mentioned oil, and I'll give you the live prices now. And I'll start with West Texas, $73.66, down nearly 4% on the day. That's a really big move. Brent crude oil, $78.32 now, down 3.5%. That's massive. Natural gas down half a percent. Wheat prices and soybeans both down nearly 2%. Uh, so it's been a bad day for commodities, uh, despite the weaker dollar. Steel prices, though, up 1.2%. Yeah, so it's a mixed bag, but generally commodities doing okay, the ones that we like anyway. U.S. 10-year treasury bond yield, yeah. Uh, the U.S. 10-year is a fraction, well, it's not actually, it's six basis points below 450 now. 4.44%. And that's another 2% move to the downside for the yield and to the upside for the bond market itself, of course, inverse relationship. The South African 10-year, also very good indeed. 10.05%. Can you believe this? Another 15 mm. basis points on the downside. It's really important. And we'll talk about that in a second. The S&P 500 turned it around a little bit. It's just, it's barely changed. It's 45.20 for the December futures. That's very good indeed. Bitcoin, that's had a good day. 4.5% higher, 37, 37,400 and change. And that's good. The South African 10-year bond has been roaring in the last three days, Viv. Yep, yep, it has. Uh, look, I mean, we are seeing a lot of, uh, you know, belief that we are seeing uh, your inflation coming down. And we are going to be seeing interest rates come down as well. And that's basically uh, what's been driving the markets. So the interesting thing I want to point out is that also, we talked about natural gas there. Uh, we are seeing signs that apparently the Europeans have filled up their storage for this year. Uh, and so we might see a bit of demand kind of, you know, disappear. Uh, if you have a, if you, if you guys have a, uh, I say they, they, you guys here, if you guys have a, a reasonably mild winter, uh, it should be really negative for natural gas prices, I think. Uh, because, you know, we're looking at a situation in which over time natural gas is becoming a smaller part of, obviously, the uh, heating environment because, you know, obviously more renewables and stuff are coming to play. But also the fact that, you know, we've now had two winters where, you know, the perceived the possible, you know, crunch coming through uh, for Europe has not happened. Uh, again, fingers crossed that we don't have an extra cold winter this time around, but it looks like it's going to be a milder one, uh, which, again, I think uh, takes away some of the upside to natural gas. Uh, with the oil prices, I think it's... Uh, 
The U.S. production is looking quite strong at the moment. Uh, you know, despite what people say about Biden, you know, production right now is up from the Trump years. So we, we are seeing, you know, uh, the U.S. really pumping its its uh, its all uh, you know production, uh, number one producer in the world, I think, pretty much. Uh, and they are basically uh, you know helping keep oil prices under I think a very tight lid. The one thing that worries me there is that at some point in time, the uh, Biden administration has to go out and replenish that uh, strategic petroleum reserve. And that might cause a bit of an uptick in prices. Right. JSC Indices now. In the absence of David, I'll step into his shoes. Financial 15 index, the worst performer of the day, down 2.5%, was the best performer yesterday and the day before. Uh, JSC Industrials, the 25 index, down one and three quarters of percent. Resources, eking out a small gain of a quarter of a percent. The JC Top 40 Index, 67,777, down one and a third percent, and the All Share, down 1.4 percent, finishing the day 73,750. All very satisfactory over a three-day period. Viv, long may it continue. Quick update on the cricket for me, please. Unfortunately, you know, it's 58 runs to get, it's still five wickets. And so they're having a small little uh, consolidation, the Australians. Viv, thanks very much for your cricket and market analysis. That's uh, Viv Governor <laughs> from Rand Swiss in Johannesburg. And that was the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.